Next on BYU Sports Nation, BYU hires Pope as new head basketball coach. How's that for a headline out of Provo? The new man in charge, Mark Pope, joins us. How quickly will he hire assistants and will he add any transfers? Plus the top ten reasons we like the hire. New beginnings, everyone. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Thursday, April 11th, wherever and however you're connected, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Studio B memorabilia appraiser, Jerem Jordan. I don't even know where a lot of the stuff went that used to be in here. I think it might be in a box behind there. Last I checked, there is a box back there. Not I'll sure to, what's in it. Let's go back there and uh, gather the stuff that was my personal stuff that I've been like, where, where'd that go? You're going to do the Studio B Roadshow and be the president. I am. This is an ancient relic from 1985, the BYU track and field neon yellow hat. That is worth nothing. $2.17. Now, when you say Roadshow, I think of uh, steak centers and and amateur performances. There are several meanings, for sure. Yeah. Isn't that what that show used to be called on PBS? And uh... Sorry, it was on PBS. I don't know. <laughs> Other than Sesame Street. <laughs> the Road Show with it's, your it's, appraiser, sorry, Jeremy sorry, Jordan. Sorry, that's educational, so I may not have seen it. I've got something worthwhile for you. Today's show lineup, the new BYU men's basketball coach, Mark Pope, joins us in Studio B on topic, hiring assistants, and his recruiting approach at BYU. We give our top ten reasons why we like the hire, plus Sean Olmstead. BYU men's volleyball coach here to preview the Mountain Pacific Sports Federation Tournament. How does BYU do something they haven't done all year? Went on the road in California. We now present today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Mark Pope, new men's basketball head coach. He returns to BYU after four years as the man in charge at Utah Valley University on the heels of a 25-10 program best season and 12-4 in the Western Athletic Conference. So why leave for BYU? And it just came to me in a moment. It was like, of all these places, where do you want to win the most? Where can you go win and it will mean the most on every level? And there's no doubt in my mind that it is here. And that's why I'm here. I think that's why we're here is because this is a special place to come win and win big. It's like nowhere else. And that's the challenge before us. Mark Pope in studio in about 15 minutes. Second place BYU baseball host, fourth place Pepperdine tonight for game one of a three-game series in Provo. Watch or listen on BYU TV Digital. That's the app and BYU TV.org and BYU Radio at 8 Eastern. And now, my friends, a trip to Augusta for the Masters. Ah! Well, the music was great until I heard that super annoying bird sound. They're indigenous today. We're underway at Augusta National. Former Cougar and Masters champ Mike Weir, currently two over through 11 holes, while honorary Cougar Tony Finau is currently one over through six holes. Thank you for the volume reminder, Jerem. The patrons are not pleased with how loud you are. (laughs) Uh, Tiger Woods, by the way, one under through two. So there you go. It's a thing. It's a thing. Should we just keep this music going in the next headline? Feels great, doesn't it? BYU Women's Volleyball Head Coach Heather Olmstead and First Team All-American Ronnie Jones-Perry were each honored at the Utah Governor's State of Sport Awards. Olmstead won Female Head Coach of the Year 
And Jones Perry won Utah Collegiate Female Athlete of the Year. Congratulations. All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. And so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. A Pope in Provo. Where does the new head coach begin? What's the plan? We will be wholehearted. It's an important word. We will be wholehearted in everything we do. We will be relentless every minute, every day, 24-7, chasing excellence on this team. Relentless. And we will be together. And in all those ways, it will be our goal to represent this university and this community. Relentless, together, I like those words. Jerem, a day later, what do you think of the hire? I really like it. I think that was probably BYU's number one guy on the list, and I think they got the number one guy. He's a tremendous salesman, right? Presenter, motivator, uh, recruiter. I think that's a big deal in 2019. Obviously, there's an X's and O's element to it, um, and I think he's good at that as well. But I think his number one strength is what we saw yesterday in the press conference. I think BYU's 1-0 going into the season. I like his experience as a player. He's been there and done that. It's not like he's speaking as an outsider coming in, although that can be effective. They're, some of the best coaches ever weren't that good as players, but Mark Pope is a guy that was the Pac-12 freshman of the year at Washington since he grew up in Washington. Then he went to Kentucky and won a national title. He's been an assistant coach in the ACC and SEC, uh, four years at BYU, four years of improvement and progress at Utah Valley. He's ready for this, and I like that he aims high. He knows what it means to win at BYU because he was on the staff when BYU was winning and consistently going to the NCAA tournament. He understands that feeling, and boy, did he win the news conference. You know, He said all the right things. People are excited. He's clearly a great recruiter and a great salesman. But how much can he recruit his current team? I'll be interested to see how all of this plays out over the next few weeks. I like the hire on the surface. I think he has significant challenges ahead of him in winning his team over and managing expectations, knowing what he knows about BYU, the past having been part of that staff, and that's the standard of excellence, the NCAA tournament, competing for conference championships. This is a significant challenge for Mark Pope. Now that BYU has its coach, we look to the team next year. In his press conference, Mark Pope said he still has to recruit the current team. My first job is to recruit them. And, and recruit them the way we recruit, which is to be transparent and open and honest with them and see if they want, as individuals, each individually, if they want what we are offering, right? And then to go from there and work it out. So um, I, I, think we, I think we have a good chance to win over these guys. Um, I think that these guys, I know several of these guys. I actually, the way things work here at BYU, I actually recruited several of these guys. And so we have long-standing relationships. So I anticipate that... That, um, that we're going to have great relationships very quickly. Uh, and there might be some guys that, that choose that this is not exactly what they want. And if, if that's the case, then we'll help them find what they need somewhere else. On next year's team, how much turnover do you expect? Well, I mean, there's already been some turnover, right? Jasheer Hardnett, gone. Ryland Bergerson, gone. Yoli Childs, leaving early. Which, which by the way, you, you sent out a tweet yesterday. I think you should bring that up right now. Absolutely. I confirmed again with the Yoli Childs camp that regardless of the hiring of Mark Pope, Yoli's going to go all in and go pro. He told us that same mentality on the yeah. show here. He but said, we have to ask the question. I got to yeah. go all in. Now, that said, because I Because if he's undrafted you, and goes to, the con- he's, goes to the combine and undrafted, he could come back. Yes. There's a new rule. Yes. Right? 
which I love. I love that rule. Now, I guarantee you, with Mark Pope's ambition, that he will shoot his shot with Yoli Childs. If he hasn't already. He will shoot his shot, but I'm 99.999999% sure that Yoli Childs is going to stick it out and go pro. The sanitizer percentage. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm leaving myself a point zero 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 one percent opening. <laughs> there will be some more turnover. I feel like it's inevitable. Um, anytime you get a coach that comes in that wasn't the primary coach that you recruited, were recruited by, that you were brought in by, there are going to be some questions. It's only natural. So I, I think, I don't know, we'll probably see one or two guys seek other destinations on top of the change that uh, has already happened. And from, from what I'm hearing and what I'm understanding, the staff will be a complete overhaul as well. Yeah, I'd be surprised if there were any assistance retained based on kind of what we're hearing. And we'll ask Mark, you know, how far down the road is he? I guess he said yesterday he's down the road. But how quickly does he want to hire those guys? As for the roster, the head coach is not beholden to keep all the guys. We're not looking at it that way either. He could look at the roster and say, uh, you and you and you, you don't have a scholarship. And you're not a good fit for my program. If he wants, right? I mean, he can keep whoever he wants. But the roster as of now, Nick Emery, TJ Haas, Jesse Wade, Connor Harding, Trevin Nell off a mission, Colby Lafeson off a mission, Zach Selyus, Sheng Zi Lee from China, Bernardo da Silva at Wasatch Academy, Brazilian, Gavin Baxter, Colby Lee, Dalton Nixon. Right now there's one scholarship available, rostered walk-ons, Taylor Miller, Taylor Mon, Evan Troy. This could change, and, and we'll see. I expect some turnover like you. Just naturally there are guys who say, you know what, I don't feel like I'm getting playing time on the previous coaching staff, and I don't see it with the new one. Perhaps I seek that elsewhere, and I don't want to kind of wait for that. And that's okay. I don't blame certain guys. Like Ryland Bergerson, to me, I'm like, yeah, 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 go somewhere where you feel like you could play more. That's fine. Because you don't come here to not play. You come here to play. You come here to, to be the next guy. Expectations are always delicate, especially with things like roster turnover and assistance still up for grabs and out there. So what's realistic and, for that matter, unrealistic? Listen to this. I, I don't really deal in realistic expectations. I don't believe them. Why be realistic, right? I mean, that's not – we weren't realistic when we took the job at UVU. In fact, I had an administrator when we took the job at UVU that said, hey, whatever you do, you can never play BYU ever. It'll just be the death of the program. And so that was dealing with realistic expectations. I don't like them. I don't think athletes deal in realistic expectations. Why would we go to realistic expectations? Like, let's go win big or let's crash and burn, but let's go do it, right? Uh, I mean, I, I just think that's real. And I'm not trying to put, over, put o, 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 too much pressure on, on our team or where we go, but, but I'm not, I, don't, I don't like to deal in realism. That's why I'm a sports. Let's go win big or crash and burn. He says it's why he's in sports. Mark Pope putting it all out there in the news conference. But that brings up the question, Jerem, what are the unrealistic expectations he may be referencing here in regard to BYU? We'll ask him when he comes in in the next segment, but here's some guesses. Winning a conference championship at any point, right? With Gonzaga in the lead as a top five uh, in the conference, uh, as a top five team in the country, winning at any point regular season or tournament would seem pretty unrealistic, right? Right now, yes. Yeah. Getting to the NCAA tournament next season. That's the, I would say that's one of those high goals, right? Becoming a top 25 program again, packing the Marriott Center consistently, and then making the NCAA tournament and winning some games. BYU's made the, a Sweet 16, meaning win two games. 
twice since 1980 when the field expanded to 48 teams. It's just not a thing that BYU's done. So those, those are some unrealistic, realistic expectations. Yes, and I'm in line with all of those essentially guesses, right? Yeah, I think those are fair in terms of unrealistic expectations. What's fun about this conversation is he said, hey, just bring it up. Tell me what that thing is. And we're going to go ahead and do that thing. I appreciate the dreamer mentality, and he's a doer as well. Like, Utah Valley didn't make the NIT or the NCAA tournament, but they were nobody, and then they were CBI, you know, second round, and what? They were 25 wins last year. They were they a were bottom building. dweller. Yeah. A consistent bottom dweller ranked somewhere between 300 and 351 in the Ken Palm ratings. He got that team up flirting with. 92 last year. Sub 100. four this year. 12-4 and four in the Western Athletic Conference. He was the only team to beat New Mexico State on their home floor in that span of when he was at UVU. With limited resources. Think about the resources that BYU has. The recruiting budget is really good. The facilities are fantastic. The believer mentality. He got an annex to UVU around the same time BYU did. Incredible. The believer mentality moves from the coach down through the staff. If, if he can transfer that energy and that belief into these guys at BYU, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, and I, I just need an NCAA tournament like two out of every four years kind of thing. Like I think the fan base wants it three out of every four, maybe even four out of every four. I, I, my kind of realistic thing, because he's the one that's got to dream big, right? We're the ones that evaluate what's going on. Um, I, I would think getting to, back to the tourney in the first three years yeah. is the initial goal. And then from there, try and go two every four. Can I just Ideally three out of every four, but that's pretty high. I'd like to point out that Mark Pup was on the bench when BYU made the greatest comeback in NCAA tournament history, down 25 against Iona. So he's been there, done that. And he was in Spokane when you had to shave your head after. Because yeah, one BYU sword. Was he there for two of them? Beat Maybe. the number three team. So he's done some dreamer-type things at BYU. Utah Valley beat BYU in its <laughs> he own gym. Beat BYU by third. He put up 114 in the Marriott Center and beat Argu- BYU. Arguably the greatest athletic achievement in Utah Valley history wow. is coming to BYU and winning that game. That was big time. Our question of the day. What was your reaction to the Mark Pope hire as BYU basketball head coach and his press conference? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At Henson 23 answers on Twitter, it made the most sense. Bringing a guy who's had recent success and is already familiar with the program. Press conference only further confirmed it was the right choice. A confident, energetic presence that can bring a spark back into BYU basketball. Yeah, and that, that's all great day one. That's fantastic. Um, I'm exposed, which is the product on the court. And then, of course, kind of everything around that will work itself out. I saw him yesterday, Mark Pope, uh, walking around the basketball annex with two keys in his hands saying, I think one of these keys works. <laughs> he's once, like, this, once this, to the NCAA yeah. tournament, once to the NIT. He's like, hey, this isn't the glamorous part of the job, guys. I'm just trying to get into some doors he's here. Like, How do I get into my office? <laughs> he's got boxes of pictures and whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, awesome. Coming up, Mark Pope's first interview in Studio B as the head coach. What's his recruiting approach at BYU? And what's the timetable for hiring all of his assistant coaches. We're going to dive into all of that next. The man is in Studio B. This is BYU Sports Nation. Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. 
After 35 games on the road, the BYU softball team plays a home game, in fact, two tomorrow, in a doubleheader starting at 7 Eastern on BYU TV. We're live in Studio B. This is your day-to-day BYU sports play-by-play. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Jerem Jordan. We welcome in the new head basketball coach at BYU, Mark Pope. There's a Pope in Provo. I know the headlines are like super cheesy. Got to go there, though, right? But, yeah, we, we kind of feel like we have to go there. Welcome, my friend. Thank you, guys. It really, in, in all honesty, the reason I took this job was because I knew I would get to come on here with you guys. <laughs> well, we're happy. Unbelievable. We're happy that we could somewhat influence that. How come, it did, how come that little bit didn't make its yeah, way into yeah, the press conference? Yesterday? I was saving it. This is breaking news right here. you got to save the good stuff. <laughs> I was just saying, I saw you walking around the annex yesterday with two keys, and you're like, I think these work. Did you get into the doors you needed well, to Well, no, I can't, I can't get in the main door, so I'm still locked out so this morning i was circling like i finally had to go find a janitor in the marriott center who could go go let me in you signed the uh, contract right i signed the contract, I signed the contract. <laughs> but they they didn't like the press conference yesterday so like you know we're gonna try and get this guy out of here <laughs> let's see yeah. so so but we finally got in and then i do have two keys one key apparently opens all the doors in the lower level and one is all the top but i can't tell the difference between two keys <laughs> so let's... you guys hired a real genius okay <laughs> That's why you have good assistance, right? Yeah, exactly. You, know, all that stuff. you can always call Bushman, right? Yeah, hey, he, Steve Bushman the greatest him. all time. Can yeah. I tell you? This is this Steve Bushman was like he was. I think we were the first two people on campus this morning, and he's already up in the office trying to give me some gear. He's Fantastic! Beautiful. Get him some swag. Yeah, that's right. Get him some swag. We, we talked to you a few years ago when you left and got the job, and I, I I can't remember if you said it or we said it. Who said it? I think we said it jokingly as he was walking we, out of we Studio said, B. We'll see you in four years. That's why you and guys are making are. the big bucks, no, man. You guys are like that. prognosticators of all time, right? It's, we miss on I, I don't know if you remember me shaving my head. I miss on Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Mark Pope with us in Studio B, new head basketball coach at BYU. Everybody's interested in the timeline of when your assistant coaches are going to be in place. I'm sure none more uh, excited than you, but they got to go through due process and BYU and hiring, all that stuff. So what – when do you expect to have your full staff in place? Uh, well, I'm, I'm hoping uh, – it sounds crazy, but I'm hoping to have them in place in the next three weeks. So, And the process is going to take about three weeks, I'm guessing, give or take. So that puts us uh, – you know, it's, it's not ideal because we miss a little bit of recruiting time. So I'm going to be – I'm going to be uh, – <laughs> what was Jimmer's uh, uh, show that came out, The Lonely – Master. Lonely Master. master. On I'm, not sure I'm, gonna, I'm not sure I'm a lonely master, but it's a little lonely over there in the offices <laughs> right now. Although – so I did just walk by. I saw something. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to try and paint this picture. I walk by, and in the lounge is Dalton Nixon and Zach Selyus sitting there, matching polos, uh-huh. laptops open. And I stuck my hand, and I was like, what's up, guys? And they're like, we're waiting for our tutor. It was unbelievable. I'm like, these kids are extraordinary, these young men. So – so, most importantly, if right, you guys right, are watching, right, the, the, turn the, off the TV, please. Turn off the TV and get back to studying. But I was a little, I was a little disheartened because Zach Sallis was eating string cheese. <laughs> okay. and, and I didn't like the way he was eating it. He's just pulling, <laughs> he's just pulling, off, he's pulling off little tiny strips of string cheese. Go at it. I, I think you got to eat the string cheese, man. It just was so – anyway. I don't know what we're talking about, but that's what I was seeing. Zach and his dainty uh, pulling apart of the string cheese. Hey, okay, he, he, whatever. Yeah. Um, what, what's this transition been like? Because certainly, you know, going to Utah Valley, you were building something, and, and like you talked about, you got emotional. You were invested in, in that. Yet, when when Dave retires, this is suddenly wow. Okay, this job's this job opens up. So emotionally, what is this like for you right now? Um, it, it, it was it was a little bit of a torturous ten days, um, just because there was a lot there was a lot of stuff going on, and then um, 
And then yesterday in the locker room was really hard uh, with 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 my my former guys. And then um, uh, yesterday afternoon evening was great uh, getting to meet the team here. And then it's just like full steam ahead. Uh, I'm so excited. Like I woke up this morning, we have we have massive challenges ahead of us, right? It's it's crazy, but I'm so excited. I can't wait to can't wait to get in here, and and, and we're gonna go really hard and really fast to see what we can do. So emotionally, right now, it's it has been a roller coaster, but right now we're focused and full steam ahead. We are, I guess, we means me and the players because there's no staff yet, so we'll see. <laughs> Saw Rick Patino send out a nice tweet uh, congratulating you and yeah, saying he charges me for those. You okay. know that, so he you literally sends them? it out. And he sends yeah. me a five thousand dollar invoice. <laughs> it's not like he hasn't, you know, but yeah, he's, he's been really gracious. Uh, I, I love him. Like he, he changed me forever. He changed the DNA of who I am. And, and, um, so, and I, it also helps when he, he, he sends out complimentary stuff because people, whether they love him or they hate him, they listen. So some people were wondering why there weren't any players at the press conference. They were on the, g- in the gym playing. Yeah, I, believe, I was right? actually, I was actually so excited about that. So I, I it was actually a, a double edged sword because I met with the team and then, and then they told me to like, coach, we're not going to go to the press conference. We're going to go ball. And I'm like, as a coach, you're like, this is awesome. And then as a coach, I'm like, these guys don't want to hear me talk. <laughs> they know what's coming. They know they're going to get a lot of lectures. So that's what you want. I mean, you want guys that are dying to be in the gym and, um, and, and, and I think that culture exists here and we're going to double down on that culture. And, and, uh, this game is, um, I, t- I, t- I exchanged texts with George Carl, who's one of my mentors this morning and his be- text back to me after congratulations was something to the effect of, I'm glad you're loving our game, right? This game is, is something special and it's got its own little bit of sacredness, um, in terms of how it can grow us and, and help us learn. And, and the fact that these guys love to play this game is important. It's why we're going to be good. Mark Pope with us in Studio B. You mentioned that it's going to be probably, you hope, a three-week process to put your assistance in place. But, I mean, you've made the transition and gone through all this at Utah Valley University. So walk us through the next month or so. What What's life like as you make this transition? Well, it, so it's, 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 a, it's like a hundred different edges, right? So first and foremost is these players. It always starts with players. So recruiting the players on this team and then recruiting the future BYU players. Uh, so as I race through stuff late into night, last night, and then this morning already, that's, that's been the number one thing to tackle. Um, and then you flip it all the way to the other side. It's like, I still don't have a key to get me into the building, right? So I got to get an ID card at some point or something. So, and everything in between. And so you just chase it as fast as you can. And as organized as you try and be, um, it, it, it tends to get scattered. And, uh, and you just bring it in. I actually uh, had to go to a breakfast meeting. So I came in the office, went to a breakfast meeting, came back. And then there was somebody sitting in the chair where the executive assistant sat. I've never met her. But I was so delighted to know that there was actually somebody working there. So we introduced <laughs> ourselves and they're like, let's go. So um, it, it, it's really exhilarating time. The first three or four months when you take a new job and it is just it, 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 it's 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 late nights and, and early mornings. I remember uh, when we took the job at Utah Valley. Uh, uh, Cody Feger, who's a dear friend of mine and an unbelievable coach, this guy is, his reach is really incredible. And, and, um, great three point shooter as well. Yeah. And great three point shooter. I can't, I can't talk, believe how good talk a lot of quiet smack too. Right. Mm-hmm. He'll no, do that. that yeah. Mm-hmm. And he likes to show off his body. He claims that he's got a big time body. So he, um, it was like three o'clock in the morning and we had to get our 
Adidas order for the whole next season. This is like week two. Oh, man. We got an email that morning, just a reminder, guys, in case you didn't know, you have to get your whole Adidas order in for the next, you know, for next year. Nike doesn't do that. They're much better to work with, by the way. <laughs> much now better. Now that you're here, you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and so we're, we're, we're sitting at 3 o'clock in the morning trying to, like, punch gear. Our order was so whack for that whole season. It was ridiculous. So, But that's how it is, right? It's just, it's one thing at another time, and it's one of the reasons I love this job so much, right? Is is getting the opportunity to be a, a coach, and, and there's nothing like being a coach here. Mark Pope with us on BYU Sports Nation. How will your recruiting philosophy change uh, going from Utah Valley to BYU? Because it is a different approach. Yeah. It, it can't. I mean, it was transfer heavy Utah Valley for yeah. good reasons, and you, and you found great success with that. Yeah. It's going to be different at BYU. Yeah, it is different, and I've talked about this a lot in the last week. Actually, is 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 I've had a chance to talk to. Uh, uh, to Tom and and Brian and and the administration here and and the, the you know with the portal being introduced and there's no blocking uh, transfers anymore like the, literally the whole world of college basketball now is steering towards the spring like the spring is when to recruit it's when you go get division one transfers and grad transfers so much so that it's almost like it's taken a little bit of the luster off of the fall recruiting of players 80 to 250. Does that make sense? Where that, that used to be a prize deal. Now everyone's kind of waiting to see like, hey, I know that player's pretty good, but I might be able to get a grad transfer that's going to change my life next season. And so I don't think it's bad to go against the grain. I really don't. I think sometimes, you know, it's a pendulum that swings back and forth and it will. And so if, if we're moving back the other direction a little bit, I think it can be really positive for us. We have to make it that way because that's what we can do here, right? So um, we'll focus on that. We'll still, uh, you know, on the right occasion, uh, you know, if we can maybe grab a, grab a graduate transfer and, and a Division One transfer and a, even a junior college player, but it certainly won't be the heart of what we do um, with with the majority of the roster. I, I, don't, I think that'd be really challenging here. Well, speaking of transfers, Chase Fisher comes to mind. Yeah, I mean, Chase Fisher, he was, was, right. he was, he was so fantastic <laughs> here and, and uh, obviously had an unbelievable career here and he was great, he was great for the university. When you look at uh, some of those things you mentioned in terms of, you said, I don't deal in realistic expectations. That's why I'm in sports. And there are certain challenges like in this league. Like you guys don't right? deal in realistic You started this show f- six years ago. And you just walked in here with nothing, and now yeah. you're the number one rated show in the world, right? Oh I mean, that's not realistic <laughs> expectation, but look maybe, what you guys have done. Maybe in the BYU TV world, it's that, yeah. <laughs> um, what, what are some of those things in your mind that perhaps could be perceived as unrealistic with BYU basketball? Well, we'll see. I mean, you know, we are this is a, this is a turning point, right? So um, Coach Rose has been here as a fixture of this program with such unbelievable success for a long time. And, and um, you know, and... and, and um, and so the, in this transition, uh, it, it's always a little bit of a tenuous spot. And, and um, so when you talk about unrealistic expectations, you might look at a roster on paper and, and expect what they might be able to accomplish. But then you look at a team that you – the same team on roster, but then you put into account the synergy that you can form between guys, and they can be better than that and better to a, to a much higher degree. So, you know – so when I talk about realistic expectations, what I'm talking about is like what you look on on paper. And, and when I talk about, you know, not giving those the time of the day, I'm talking about the special sauce that goes into a team. And so hopefully that's something we'll be able to do is put big time special sauce into our teams and we'll be better than people think we're going to be in. And that's what we're chasing. I need you to do something for me. There are a pair of blue goggles in front of that volleyball in front of you. Yeah, bring it. Oh, nope. Those Here. ones. Yeah. 
I want you to throw those on and tell He's me actually, how the, this is my size. Yeah, tell me how the world looks through those blue goggles. Let's go. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> can I keep these? Here? I'm gonna wear these around all day, man. This is like the you, new you thing, isn't it? Our, our gift to you. This is so fantastic. Yes. You realize we're neighbors now. Like you're in the <laughs> yes. annex. We're here. I, this I know. Is, this it is was so amazing. It took me two minutes to walk over here. That was so great. Great. Yeah. yeah. This is this is our welcoming gift to you. Yeah. yeah. Our office. Our office presents. You guys yes. are you guys are paying me for this, right? <laughs> with those blue <laughs> goggles, of course, of course. Yes. Oh, that's a great image. You got a schedule as well. There's that on the table going on yeah how aggressively you want to schedule in year number one well, we're pretty aggressively scheduled now we're, we're going to the maui classic and that, that i don't know if you've looked at the lineup True there's, that. there's actually some reasonably good teams in this deal <laughs> and uh, of course we're playing houston again i mean there, there's really good there's really good uh teams on the schedule uh we have a couple holes we got to fill and um, we'll see how we can do it i mean if, if we can get somebody that you know I, I would love to get another game where where everybody's like let's go that's going to be really fun and terrifying right you like the games that terrify you we're going to do Kentucky Duke back to back. So uh, listen, I mean, could you imagine doing that here? Like, oh, wow. How fun would that be, oh, right? So I don't have the legs to get that done right now because the schedule is so far along, but I hope in the future that we can we can do things like that. I think it's good for a program. I think I think fans love it. I think the only person that it costs is the head coach because it, it hurts his record. But but in terms of a program growth and recruiting and exposure and, and development of a team through the course of a season, one thing you think about when you're really thinking about your team, you start, right, and your real goal is can we get better every single day so that we can be peaked at tournament time, right? And that sometimes can be a, an elusive goal because there's a lot of things to factor in. But but sometimes playing a really hard schedule and not having to win every single game leading up to it, sometimes that can be a real growing thing for a team and sometimes it's the right thing for a team. So we'll take our shots at finding an aggressive schedule when we can. Okay, well, we're giving you those goggles if you really want Thank them. Thank you. If you hey. give them to me, I'm coming back. I'll come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you take them. You Let's take, go. Take them. And then you we've got this. some swag for you, a BYU Sports Nation shirt. Let's go. So Are hopefully you it's kidding? the right size. If it's not, we'll figure it out later. This but, is. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, it's your, cool. your first piece of swag. BYU well, Sports. I am a good-looking dude. Would you look <laughs> at that face, man? <laughs> Seriously. You came a long ways up University Parkway up here. It's been a journey. Right. Yeah, It's great to have you. Appreciate and, you guys. And uh, can we have you sign our flag? Yeah, yeah. yeah we need to right? sign the Sailor Coop flag. All right, let's we go. need a former Denver Nugget since they're there actually good now. Go. Yeah. You have no Nuggets on here? No, I no. don't think we have any no, Denver Nugget no on there. former Nuggets, yeah. Mark okay. Pope signing the flag right now. And awesome. in doing so, he takes some BYU Sports Nation karma with him for the, good uh, luck. the transition. Good, okay. good okay. luck with everything. Thanks, Appreciate Coach. Thanks, Thanks so much. Mark. Thanks, guys. Have a you great got day. Man. He's okay. out. He's got to go. He's got to go. He's he got stuff to do. Assistance. He got he's stuff to do. He's got to the team over, and he's got to get the finger scanner to work. He's busy. He's busy. All right, Jerem. Coming up. It's going to be tough to follow that up. The men's volleyball team looks to win in California for the first time this season. Sean Olmstead will join us. And in the spirit of David Letterman, because Mark Pope's wife worked on the David Letterman show. Well, she was David's assistant. David's assistant, correct. We give our top ten reasons why we love the Mark Pope hire. Here we go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Cue the drum roll. On the latest BYU Sports Nation right now, Kiki Solano explores the Mark Pope hire and turns into a weather woman. Check it out on Facebook, Twitter, IGTV, and YouTube. Uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> One or two. Let's keep it rolling, BYU Sports Nation, with another look at today's headlines. We just spoke with BYU head basketball coach Mark Pope, who returns to BYU after four years as the head coach at Utah Valley University. 25-10 and 10 in his final season for the Wolverines. That's a program best, 12-4 and four in the Western Athletic Conference. Again, why leave for BYU? 
And it just came to me in a moment. It was like, of all these places, where do you want to win the most? Where can you go win and it will mean the most on every level? And there's no doubt in my mind that it is here. And that's why I'm here. I think that's why we're here is because this is a special place to come win and win big. It's like nowhere else. And that's the challenge before us. I'm sure the pay increase uh, helps a little bit too. <laughs> but he want, it's a more high-profile job. He continues to evolve as I love it as well. Second place, BYU Baseball, who's fourth place, Pepperdine tonight. Game one of a three-game series in Provo. Watch or listen on BYU TV Digital and BYU Radio at 8 Eastern. Nothing like baseball in the snow. Hopefully it's cleared out by then. It's not supposed to snow tonight, I no. think, which yeah. is good. Yeah, yeah. it'll just be it, cold. The rain was the issue, too. It'll just right? be cold. Yeah. And now, another trip to Augusta for the Masters. Let us bring our tones low and our happiness high as we view the links. Former Cougar and Masters champ Mike Weir is currently one over through 12 holes, while honorary Cougar Tony Finau is also one over through seven holes. Good luck to both of them. For those wondering about Tiger Woods, he's one under, tied for sixth through four holes. I always wonder about Tiger. Everybody does. Back to headlines. BYU women's volleyball head coach Heather Olmstead. I feel like we just transported from uh, Augusta to here. That's crazy. <laughs> head coach Heather Olmstead and first team All-American Ronnie Jones-Perry were each honored at the Utah Governor's State of Sport Awards. Olmstead won Female Head Coach of the Year. Jones-Perry won Utah Collegiate Female Athlete of the Year. All right, Jerem, it's time that we divulge the top 10 reasons we love the Mark Pope hire at Brigham Young University, presented by Delta Airlines. Keep climbing. Number 10. His name is Mark. There was a 50% chance a guy named Mark was hired as one of the final four candidates. Number nine, he quit med school at Columbia after three years to be a coach. He loved this. Dr. Pope? What? Number eight, he knows how to win in the Marriott Center. Remember November 26, 2016, when his Utah Valley team dropped 114 on the Cougars? Number seven, his wife Leanne worked as David Letterman's assistant for four years. That's why we're doing this top ten list. Mm -hmm. Number six, he made ten NBA three-pointers in six seasons, shooting 18%. (laughs) This isn't a great reason, but we just wanted to mention it. However, that is more than Jimmer this season. Oh, boo. Come on. Number five, he's played or coached in the Pac-12, SEC, and ACC prior to BYU and Utah Valley. Number four, he has the same haircut as Greg Rubel. Yeah, he does. They'll look great together courtside and on Tuesday nights for the coaches' show. Same barber I heard. And number three brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Mark Pope was a part of three NCAA tournament teams in his four seasons as an assistant coach at BYU from 2011 through 2015. Okay, then. Wow, that's a contender potentially for number one. I like that one a Back lot. to the drum roll. Number two. He won a national championship at Kentucky in 1996. He's a champion, knows how to win. His head coach was Rick Patino, who tweeted the following this morning, and I quote, There's a terrific new head coach at BYU Basketball. Great hire. Congrats, Coach Mark Pope. And the number one reason we like the Mark Pope hire is the Pope is at BYU. Yay! Hey! Fun cue, stuff. cue the band we don't have. <laughs> Paul Schaefer! That's what we're missing, right? Yeah, yeah we, we, now need the, we now need a band to go. Paul Schaefer? He's not here. We need the BYU men's chorus here. Vocal Something. 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 Yeah. Hey, the show is always evolving, so let's look into the possibilities. It is? It's great. Coming up, where is Ty Demmer coaching football now? 
And the head volleyball coach at BYU, Sean Olmstead, joins us. How does he rally the Cougars to do something they haven't done all year? That's win in California and, more importantly, in the MPSF tournament. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Batcats are in action tonight against Pepperdine in a top-four West Coast Conference matchup. Watch it or listen to it at 8 Eastern on BYU TV Digital or BYU Radio. Aspiring BYU Sports Nation host, men's volleyball head coach, friend of the program, Sean (laughs) Olmstead is in Studio B. It's two head coach day. Sean, welcome back, man. You guys for having me. Well, I know the shirt's kind of outside the outside the yeah. box, you know. Yeah. I, I wanted to look good for you guys, but I like the first part of that statement. I'm aspiring. I'm still hoping. I'm still uh, <laughs> trying to pay the right person. So. Your agent is really well, being difficult. Uh, you yeah. know, yeah, I know. I, I've had that discussion with them as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> Continue the positioning, my friend. Yes, okay? yes, we I will. start a petition. We'll get something Let's going. Let's do it. Um, just first and foremost, what are your emotions like right now, knowing that you've been – Really, at the highest of highs with this BYU volleyball program, but you're you're working with a really young team, and this is and it's cliche a rebuilding year. So, how are you feeling? Yeah, no, I uh, I don't know. Get into the nitty gritty of that question. To be honest, uh, me personally in my life, I feel better than I've felt in years, and I think that's a lot to do with just me and my own personal mindset and taking care of myself and and you know. That's why I said you're, you're opening, you know, uh, Pandora's box, but that's me taking care of my health and, and making sure that's an important part of my life and my family. And so I can, I can tell you that the guys know that I'm me. How do I feel? I'm in a great place and I've never been better. Does, you that, know? Not, does that not translate into you being a better coach? No. Yeah. You know, technically I, I think I am getting better and better, you know? And, uh, so yeah, to answer that question, that's where I'm at. And and I get people, you know, I actually got a, uh, I always say too much, but I got a funny email where someone was trying to be a smart A, you know, like, oh, you must just feel this and that. And I never respond to emails. I don't respond to emails. There's, you know. I'm aware. No, I'm, yeah. just no, I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, you know, we've had this discussion and that was the one where I responded like, no, actually, I'm better than I've ever been. And, uh, and, and I wear that proudly. And so... I uh, I think that's important in life, just in general and everything. You know, your your attitude, your mindset, and uh, taking care of the right things first. That's super super important. Good on you. I'm waiting for the TED talk now. Okay. No, yeah. No. 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 That's coming. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming Not later. anytime soon. Yeah. Not anytime soon. We we thought that this season may be unique in that you were replacing three All Americans and two assistant coaches who mm-hmm. were really really good. Yeah. Um. Yet we've seen some really high moments with this group. Yeah. Uh, but on the road, it's been a real struggle. This Saturday at Stanford in the MPSF quarterfinals, you're hoping to do what you haven't done, which is, uh, I guess, winning California. So give us an idea of where this team's at and what you hope will be the first win in league on the road this Saturday. Yeah, no, I, b- believe it or not, yeah, we lost two outstanding assistant coaches and Luca and Jay, and they're doing great things. And and lot, a lot, a lot, we lost a lot of those kind of pillars, you know, the Leos, the Brendan Price, those guys that I have mentioned that were just – you know, kind of this solid foundation and had been here for years and years. And so, uh, but I think that's also where my mindsets come from in terms of, I I don't know, I've kind of found a joy in the struggle and, and, and just looking at what, how this helps me for my life and going forward. And I've talked that to the guys, you know, 
in life, if everything's just easy and, and peaches and cream all the time, what do you get out of it? You know, and so I think you've got to dig deep and you've got to look at those moments where things aren't going easy and, you know, where you've got to struggle a little bit. And if you have the right mindset and the right attitude towards it, those moments where, you know, seem in the moment to be the hardest things that you're dealing with or that I've dealt with as a coach, that, you know, you really can find so much and pull so much from that. And so I hope that we do that and maybe we will, maybe it'll all come together and we're going to win on Saturday and maybe not, but are we going to learn and grow and at the end be able to say, hey, here's what I can take from that and look at all these valuable lessons that I can take going forward, not as just a coach, but as a player, and you're going to be so much better for it. And that's why in this season, I I, I go back to that original question. I feel better and I'm happier than I've been in years and years. I mean, that's the honest truth. And so, um, you know, we're going to, we're going to give everything we've got. And I've told the guys block out the noise. No, you haven't won on the road or this or that. And None of that matters if we're striving to get better and better. And we are. We are. You know, we get down to the numbers, the statistics. We're getting better and better. And, uh, you know, as are other teams, I tell the guys that as well. And so that's what we kind of want to build on. I'd like to mention that in 2015, there was kind of a similar season. There was, there was a quarterfinal loss, and it was like, that was the season where you didn't coach at all. You were waiting to be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. like a weird deal, right? Yeah. The next three seasons were NCAA tournaments, Final yeah. Fours, right? Conference championships. So... It's okay to have a, a year where you kind of rebuild, and you're probably a weapon or two away from being at the yeah. top of the crust, right? And I'm okay with that, and coaches are okay with that. But that doesn't mean, oh, you don't care, or you that you know, because you you hear that, and it's just like, no, I'm kind of dealing and living in reality, and this is, you know, these are the moments that we can learn from, and you can't you can't stay at the top of Everest forever, you know, and. And no one has and no one does. You know, Nick Saban does, but who, who knows the deals that guy's made with and who, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm, ki- but I'm they kidding. They don't win the national championship but, but every year. They don't every year, you know? They and got it's, smacked by Clemson. And it's, and it's yeah. just hilarious because the people around them are like, oh, the world's coming to an end. No, it's not. You know, we're going to be better. We're going to grow. We're going to learn. And, and anyways. Great stuff. Sean Olmstead with us on BYU Sports Those Nation. are the kind of opinions that will get you a spot as a co-host here. You know hey, what I mean? You no, know? That was good. <laughs> there we hey, go. This is I, all I, political, I, Sean. I, well, you you're know, better, you're you better than Dennis Pitta. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, no, sincerely, this, it's great stuff. And I, I can't help but think these guys, when eventually they do get back to the top and the young, the youth becomes experienced, they're going to look at these moments this season and say, okay, I, I, there was a turning point for me when I hit the – you know, proverbial lowest of lows that really mm-hmm. inspired me to get better. So I think there's real truth and power in, in what you just presented. Yeah, 100%. Your hey. sister Heather won the Utah Governor's State of Sport Award last night, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. She's a pretty good coach. Yeah, yeah. not bad, She's not a bad. Great coach. Not bad. Yeah. I see there is some, I've got some brains, you know, a little, you know, bringing her, <laughs> grabbing her from Utah years ago. No, 100%. That's, uh, obviously very well deserved and um and ronnie it's so exciting for her and just the program in general and both programs you know both programs and so um yeah super ecstatic for them hey get the ping pong table ready for us over there we want to come over and play some ping pong yeah, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not that good come and play anytime we got some guys that can play i'm not i'm not that play great them. okay well then i'll tell you I'll, yeah let's do it let's, okay. anytime okay <laughs>
You got on top. You got to unbutton the top button though if you're gonna come in our team. <laughs> looks like it won't. Looks like, looks like it won't be there. Okay. There's a dress code, oh, Jerry. There's a dress code. No. There's a dress code. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You guys come up. Uh, come upsstairs a little bit here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck Saturday. Okay. At Stanford. Yeah. Get some karma for the road, man. Appreciate karma it. Thank Cardinal. you. Awesome. Okay. Yes. Thanks, Sean. Okay. And you have to wear neon. If play. Come up, coming up. Why did Tony Fina wear a high top green shoe at the Masters? Find out in the Rising Shoutout. Because he's smart and he learned from a hard experience. Don't give Jerem. the answer away. It's a tease. That's, that's, I know, but people aren't. They don't. I didn't give everything away. Also, what's your Rising Shoutout? And find out next. It has something to do with the Pope. After the break, this is BYU Sports Nation. Shoutout to today's guests. The new head coach of BYU basketball, Mark Pope, and the head coach of BYU men's volleyball, Sean Olmstead. Great, great guest line. Yeah, really fun. If you missed any of today's show, download the podcast. Go to BYUSN.com. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Men's basketball. BYU hires Mark Pope as its 19th head coach. Pope returns to BYU after four years as an assistant coach at BYU from 2011 to 15 and the past four seasons at Utah Valley as the head coach. Baseball. Second place in the WCC, BYU Baseball, hosting fourth place Pepperdine tonight for game one of a three-game set in Provo over the weekend. Watch or listen on BYU TV Digital. Listen on BYU Radio at 8 Eastern. Cougars in the PGA. At the Masters at Augusta National, former Cougars Cougar Mike Weir is one over through 13. Tony Finau, honorary Coug, even through eight. And Tiger Woods, even through six. Back to you at hole four, Spencer. Volleyball. BYU women's volleyball head coach Heather Olmstead and first-team All-American Ronnie Jones-Perry, each honored at the Utah Governor's State of Sport Awards. Olmstead won Female Head Coach of the Year, and Jones-Perry won Utah Collegiate Female Athlete of the Year. Awesome. Football. Ty Detmer is working with the Castile High School in Gilbert, Arizona, as an offensive coordinator, according to accentral.com. And before we forget, hit it. Countdown to the youths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 140. 140 like days away. Peter Griffin. Yeah. I've missed Ty Detmer's voice. I really have. Have you? I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, I know. That's why I missed it. I missed his musk. <laughs> Jamal Fence. <laughs> Has there ever been a greater offensive coordinator in Castile High School history? Probably not. <laughs> well, we'll Jamal. see. Jamal. <laughs> Right. What are we doing next? Cougars overseas? Yeah, Cougars, Cougars Brandon, overseas. Okay, Brandon Davies. <laughs> nine points, three rebounds, and a 32-point Zalgiris win over Nevezis. And Elijah Bryant and Hapoel Elliott in Israel face off against Maccabi TA today, 12.45 Eastern Time. Hapoel Elliott on a four-game win streak. Today's rise and shout-outs for me goes to honorary Cougar Tony Finau at the Masters. Remember what happened last year when he hit a hole-in-one in the par-3 challenge? Yeah, let's roll on the music. Remember what happened when he hit a hole-in-one? He ran down the hill celebrating. Yes. And turned his ankle so hard that he dislocated it. Yeah, it was was brutal. promptly popped it back into place Mm -hmm. and finished top 10 at the Masters on a bad ankle. Like, super swollen. On a flat tire, essentially. Okay, so yesterday, Tony, he he brought out something special. A high-top golf shoe to protect the ankle so that he wouldn't hurt himself as he was teeing off. Which was an April Fool's video that Nike made. It was a joke. 
But he actually wore it, which it's is It's Masters Green, funny. no less. Yeah. No, that's great. Fantastic, Tony. That's great. <laughs> yeah. PJ Tour says, lesson learned. Yes. Uh, mine goes to Julian Riley, who works here, uh, for making the Mark Pope ID card for our camera operators at mm-hmm. the press conference yesterday. Yeah. In case you missed it. Um, yeah, so there's a picture of Mark at Kentucky, Mark currently, and then the Pope. Um, so it's like, yes, yes, nope. Yep. Yeah. Um, the the date should have been differently, but anyway. Uh, yeah, April fifteenth. Yeah. Why tax yeah. day? I don't think I'm done my taxes. By the way, gotta Wait, we got to get that done. Let's I, go. Get I just your return, re- baby. I just realized that, man. Hopefully get that it's, coin. Hopefully it's return. Oh, fantastic stuff! Our question of the day, centering on uh, the aforementioned Pope. What was your reaction to the hiring of Mark Pope as BYU basketball's new men's head coach and his press conference? At C. Garrick 8 answers on Twitter. Quote, of all these places, where do you want to win the most? Where can you go win and it means the most at all levels? Yep, sort of on the Stokes side of things right now, based on his several quotes. Hashtag welcome back, Coach Pope. Yeah. Great stuff. Excited, yeah. It was a great press conference. Excited about uh, the future. Great to have him back in the studio. Always enjoy his personality. Worked closely with him when he was an assistant here. I know we got to know him pretty well, so really excited about it. Our elite voice of the day presented by Sundance Mountain Resort celebrating 50 years at Kristen1258 on Twitter. He is a magnet for all that is good and needed in BYU basketball. There is sunshine in my soul today. Stoked for Pope. How could you listen to him and not get the good old cougar blood pumping full force through your veins again? Hashtag go Cougs. I think think a lot of people are excited, and uh, I'm excited to see what the product is. Sorry to Dennis Pitta, we ran out of time. Sean Olmstead's better anyway. Oh. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Doubling down on that one, aren't you? <laughs> what? For Jeremiah and Spencer, shout out to Zach Blair. We'll see you tonight on the digital platforms for BYU Baseball hosting Pepperdine, 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain Time. Don't forget, you can listen on BYU Radio as well. What a day. Blue goggles, baby. Ah! Go Cougs.